Hey everybody, happy Thursday and welcome to a special edition of, a, a special night of live programming on the Monty and the Pharaoh channel. Kicking off with a special edition of The 30, where every Thursday I ask a panel of four wrestle, wrestling experts questions as they compete for points with one, the one who, acquiring the most points at the end of the night, gets crowned The 30 World Champion. And let's bring in this esteemed panel. Let's start off with... In the bottom right there, we got what a day we're having with what a day, Joe Lowry. What's going on, Joe? Hey, everybody. Welcome. What a day it is here in Centerville, Iowa. It's snowing again. We've already got two feet of snow out there, but it's snowing again, but I'm here. Welcome to the 30. I'm glad to be here. Uh-oh, I hear the dirtiest player of the game already come in with those distractions. Hey, man. And that's the guy who's up next, the man with... Who brings all the player mates in, and he had they're, they're coming in such droves. He had to put bars on his windows. Uh, Benny, how's it going this week? I hear you. Uh, you it's hear, going well. I hear you have some words for us. Yeah, I don't know if anybody either in the you know in on the esteemed panel or in the chat room remembers uh, Rowan and Martin's laugh, and maybe from the reruns in uh, 1968. But there was a gentleman named Henry Gibson who uh, came on every week with these ridiculous poems. The Flower by Henry Gibson. <laughs> so this is my, I am the player, is the 2024 version of Henry Gibson. And it's a short one, but here goes. The play is here to stay, to slay, actually. I came to seize the day. The playmates here with no brassiere to watch the player play. That's it. Man. Very nice. All right. Okay. That is salacious, but very nice. Unbelievable. So. Good stuff there. All right, all right. Well, we hear him talking, but we haven't we haven't seen his face yet. We've got the man, another one man who does not need an introduction. He's the president of Thursday nights, Mister Phil DeCesare. Wrestling fans around the corner and around the world, it's time for the thirty. Okay, you know we're gonna fight like cats and dogs tonight. You can hear them in the background. It might be Benny's dog and dance and dance cat. I don't know. But uh, ultimately, I'm, I'm gunning for you all. I'm a co-champion, and I, I hope to keep the ground tonight. Nice, nice. And uh, speaking of champions, we have Dan Sebastiano. He is a defending champion. Dan, how many weeks have you held the title now? Uh, well, I, there was an unofficial title switch in Puerto Rico two weeks ago, so I'm not sure now. <laughs> nice, it was nice. Yeah. But if I if I can steal Benny's thunder for a second, because roses are red and violets are near tonight on the thirty, the champ is here. So, that's that's copyrighted. So sorry about that. Do I get any points for my sky blue picture here in the uh, lower right corner? There, I'm sure oh, Monty's going to give you Monty old pipe in and want to give you some down in the chat room. Let's see what he has to say. So, well, well guys, well, let's get this started. As you know, the rules are: foreign, we, foreign objects and all other distractions are allowed and encouraged. Bonus points, bonus points are rewar rewarded at my discretion for funny comments or payments via PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, and for credit cards, please add, please add a 10% service fee. Um, this weekend, I'm also introducing something no new, and that's trash talking bonus points. So in between those rounds, feel free to trash talk. <laughs> so... All right, let's get this started. So uh, plans for the Rumble seem to be up in the air after a possible injury to the knee of Seth Rollins in his match with Jinder Mahal. 
WWE is keeping very quiet on the condition of Rollins. If Rollins is out for an extended time, what impact do you think this will have on the Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania? Let's see. Where is that timer? The timer is not showing up. Hmm. Hmm. I am not sure why. Let's. Where is that timer? We need a timer. I agree. I agree. I'm just going to have to start doing one Mississippi. Missing from everybody's thing. Oh my gosh! I'm Here sorry. on this show, we use the uh, the AEW fighting at ringside ten count. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, hey guys, I hate to say it, but I I, I can't get the timer to come up on the, to the screen for some reason. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And we are we are pressed for a time at this time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you guys know when we're at one minute, and then at thirty seconds. Cool. Works for me. All right, guys, I apologize. I apologize, but uh, I got to work with what I got. Mm. All right. And so, Joe, you are on the 30. Go. All right, Seth Rollins, possible knee injury and all that stuff. Is it a work? Is it not a work? You never know what to believe. But, yes, I guess there is an injury to Seth Rollins. He probably won't know how bad it is um, until he actually gets it officially checked out. Not even sure what the deal is with that. But will this affect the Rumble and Mania and anything else in between? Of course it will. PWI's Wrestler of the Year, in case you didn't know that, he it was announced today, Pro Wrestling Illustrated released their year-end awards, and it's Seth Rollins, Wrestler of the Year. One That's minute. Right. Okay, I got one minute. So, anyways, um, I think it will have a great effect on the Rumble, because after all, whoever wins the Rumble gets their choice of uh, whoever they're going to go after for the title and so forth. So, yeah, that'll definitely be a big deal. Um Again, it goes to the extent of how bad his knee injury is. Will he need surgery? Will he not? Will he be rehabbed? Can they fake it till they make it? Who knows? It'll definitely have repercussions on the Rumble, Mania, Fastlane, you name it, and all that stuff. I think right now, uh, the more they keep it quiet, the more serious it could be. It's not like this injury was like a Charlotte Flair who's already rehabbing her knee uh, some two weeks after surgery. But if this injury is going to be a big one, it no doubt will affect the Rumble mania and all points in between. Nice job, Ted. Okay. Well all right. said. All right. All right. All right. So looks like we have. Nice job. Nice job nice there. Job. Yeah. Hey, did you guys get the uh, hear about the two Wi Fi engineers that got married? The reception was awesome. <laughs> Put them boom. Nice. Nice. Dad joke extraordinaire, man. Hey, dinner. I get a joke. I get a joke. Benny gets a poem. Come on. You you lose you lose points for dad jokes on this show. So <laughs> I'm in trouble. Give him then. A safety. Give him a minus two for safety. <laughs> so Benny, Benny, it looks like you're next up on here. And say what? I will. I will. For some reason, I am. This is not resetting. Godspeed to the player. I apologize for these. There we go. And Benny, you are on the 30. Go. Yeah, you know, Bruce, I have to take issue because, you know, really, this really isn't a relevant question. The the more relevant question is how many Oompa Loompas could fit in Nia Jax's ass? (laughs) But being that you didn't ask that, there shall be no body shaming here. I'll go with your question here. So, 
Um, I'm going to use one of my baseball references. I got to pull that out of my ass. Um, so I'm going to say that the WWE at this point is like the 1961 New York Yankees, who are, you know, and we, we had a baseball podcast about this. Who is the greatest Rams. team of all time? They, they got to rank right up there, the 61 Yankees, you know, between Maris and Mantle, combined 115 home runs, most ever. Um, but that's that they were so deep that the third string catcher, Johnny Blanchard, who probably nobody ever heard of behind Yogi Berra and Elston Howard, he had 21 home runs. 30 seconds. So I, I think the WWE is that deep. I think you have so many different talents and so many different combinations. You've got Punk, you got McIntyre, you got Jinder Mahal back. You can even work him in the mix. I mean, of course it's going to hurt that Seth, Seth Rollins is going to, if he's not there. But I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a mosquito bite. It's not going to be a giant gash. So I think, I think they can survive it quite, quite Five, nicely. Three, two. Good job, Benny. Nice job, Good Benny. Job, Benny. Nice job, Benny. Great job. Great job. Come on. Good you're supposed to be talking, Jeff. talking shit about him. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Benny was, I, I heard Benny was addicted to the hokey pokey, but he did turn himself around. So that's good stuff. Yeah, right. That's what it's all about. On the Batman. Well, ben, I'm, I'm glad he threw out that reference because Benny's showing that he's the third string catcher of this crew. So <laughs> <laughs> just call me Johnny. He's oh, always man. catching, but never pitching. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, oh God. Our bottom. <laughs> so next we I have. Thought, I thought for a second I was on the line drive podcast there for a second. Oh, yeah. Uh oh. I'm bringing out the secret weapons now. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. So let's see. So next we have on the 30 is Phil. Phil, go. Oh, all right. Hey, man. Well, interesting question, Bruce. Whether you call him Seth freaking Rollins, whether you call him the architect, or whether you call him Mr. Becky Lynch, as he's been known <laughs> sometimes. There you go. He is, I mean, he is one of the best right now. And yeah, we'll, we'll have heard things, but you know what? And, and to kind of piggyback on what, what um, Benny said, the roster is so deep, man. You know, sometimes storylines improve by virtue of what happens in real life. And if we can take a real life situation, kind of ironic that Seth became the universal champion when um, Finn Balor couldn't continue his reign that, you know, that victory. And that was it. So wouldn't it be fitting if maybe Finn Balor get into a picture, the picture again, because of the injury, certainly an option. Um, of course, Cody, this might be one of Cody's opportunities to, to kind of wedge in there, sneak in there and, and maybe have his story fulfilled. Um, but, you know, I think it's a boon. I think it's wonderful. I think wrestling. 30 seconds. Unpredictability of, um, of these events. And, um, you know, the controversy creates cash, man. These injuries, we're seeing more and more of them. So I think it's really going to be uh, up to WWE creative to come up with something good. You know, the 30-day rule regarding the, the title being defended now obviously is out the window. So he's not going to be necessarily Ten. stripped of that. And if he is, then we have to look to Roman. And Roman certainly, I think he's a great champion, but they don't observe that rule either. So uh, it's going to be interesting. That, interesting that is time. Nice job, Phil. Thank Good you. Good job, Phil. Good so, job. Nice Thank job. You. there. So, I love the 30. I forgot. I keep forgetting about the days of the 30 uh, day rule. I yeah. 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 C considering the number, uh, you know, thir 30 day, Roman doesn't have 30 appearances in a year. Oh, He's not you're right. Yeah. <laughs> or in, or in like I said years. on the show last week, he had 11 matches in 2023 and they weren't all for the title. 
So he, he's defending the title once every two months. Staggering, man. It that. is. All yeah. right. Well, Dan, while you're talking, you might as well keep on going. You are on the 30. All right. Well, if I'm going, I'm going to start with two unpopular thoughts. At least I would imagine they are to the mass public. One, if they were even remotely concerned when Seth Rollins was hurt, that that might be it. I would have called an audible in the ring and put the belt on gender. That way you, you, you're not worried about the nice, vacancy. Nice, nice, That's what cool. I would have done at that point. Uh, the second being, I, this might actually be a good thing if Seth Rollins is off for a little bit because he has, yeah, other than his theme song, he has cooled down significantly. Since his feud with Cody, name one thing, one big feud he's had that anyone's cared about. Shinsuke, dud. Uh, McIntyre, dud. Current run with Jinder. Jinder's carrying yeah. it with the promos and the work. So I, I would, I think this might be a good thing. But the other opportunity you have here is you could have a match or a build between CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. Imagine that promo off for the vacant title right now with the Royal rumble coming up. I can think of a dozen winners that would make sense and be 30 seconds as main event contenders. Cody and CM Punk are in the top two there to have them go for the title. Then you could either have a title picture there or put the belt on and give them a storyline. So you're not robbing Cody of his opportunity that the rock is going to steal from him at mania. So I think it would be perfect. You could have mania night one, Rock, or excuse me, Mania Night 1, Cody and Punk for the vacant title. Mania Night 2, Rock and Roman. Two die, uh, solid main events, great main events. Or, like I said, if, if they want to sneak gender in there so they can have somebody. Uh, nice job. Time Cody is up. Win the title off of, perfect. Good nice job, Dan. Very good, man. Yo, Dan, the, Dan, the WWE just called. They want you to stop booking Mania right now. <laughs> I want you to stop booking Mania. Fire Bruce Pritchard. So, right. <laughs> nice job after the first round. We've got the ch one of the champs is in the lead. The other champ is uh, lagging a little bit behind, but uh, coming up strong as always is What a Day Joe. So next, coming off the success of the Iron Claw movie with popularity beyond the casual fan, what are three of the greatest wrestling stories that should be made into a motion picture and why? So let's see, who do we have? It looks like, Benny, you are going to be up on the thirty. And go. Okay, well, first of all, uh, because the chat room is buzzing about the, the correct answer of how many Oompa Loompas you could fit into Nia Jax's <laughs> ass was 17. I think Lou said 12. He was the closest. He gets the uh, he gets the door prize. We'll have to figure out what, what that is. But all right. So um, I number one, Bruno San Martino. I mean, I know they've had movies about him, but they need to do a really good movie about Bruno. I mean, what an incredible story. A, a guy who grew up in, in a, a poor town in Italy, his house actually gets occupied by the Nazis. He has to, you know, go into the mountains with his mother and his brother and sister. And the mother every week goes, breaks into their house that's Nazi occupied to take the provisions they have stored in the basement. She got shot once and Bruno almost died from rheumatic fever, comes to this country at 14 years old, weighing 83 pounds, you know, and incredibly works himself into both one of the, the strongest men in the world, plus probably the greatest wrestler who ever lived. Um, I think, I mean, eventually, if he, you know, once he, he's no longer with us, I think, or maybe even when he's with us, Rick Flair, you know, like him or love him or hate him. I mean, you can only imagine the, the life this guy has lived. So I think that would make for a fascinating movie. And, um, well, real quick, you know, I was going to say John Tolos. I'm going to nix that one, though. I'm going to say the original Sheik. Because, Ooh. I mean, the as a promoter, as a wrestler, 
I mean, nice guy with ruled Detroit for years and years. Wow. I mean, Benny, you are I, on time. Nice job, though. All right. Nice wow. job. Good comeback on that one. That was a nice, strong round. Uh, definitely, definitely agree with you. Bruno is going to be yeah. one of those ones. That's one of those stories that everybody, everybody has to should read. And it's it's crazy what uh what he went through. And but uh, let's see who do we have up next. It looks like the president of Thursday nights is up. Phil, let me just reset this timer here, and then you will be on the thirty. Phil, it, you are a go. You know, I had the great pleasure so many years ago by sheer happenstance to meet Owen Hart and spend a couple hours with him. And uh, what was very striking about me was not only how personable Owen was, but how personal he was. He remembered my name and my friends' names, and it was just a great night out with him. I got to witness his practical jokery right up front with the late Louis Spicoli. I probably shared this story before. We're out at a billiards place, so Bruce, you'll like this. It involves pool, and um, so, so Owen was playing with Louis and, and some of the other guys, and Louis was wasted. And every time Louis would turn around, Owen would change the balls on the on the uh, table, and Louis <laughs> would turn around and be totally freaked out and 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 just totally not comprehending. We're Forty seconds, Phil. Oh, geez. Well, Owen's a great story, obviously, from the human perspective, from the prankster perspective, from the tragedy perspective. You can contrast his his lifestyle, his his in-ring work with his contemporaries. He comes from, again, we can bring the Hart family into things, too. Uh, the extended Hart family with Pillman and everyone else, Neidhart, the Bulldogs. So I think the Owen Hart story, it would you'd be able to tell many stories within that. And I think it's a great modern story. And... Uh, I think it has all the human elements, and I think it, it would do a lot for um, for the business and bringing more eyes to it. And, uh, and a great guy who should be immortalized on screen. And, that, and that's all I got to say about that, that is, Bruce. That Better is time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Phil, I, it, it was really revolving around one story there, so I couldn't give you couldn't give you all the points. But hey, you know, I agree. Owen Hart, King of Pranksters, he's definitely got to be up there. Um, oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, anything definitely. anything having to do with the hearts is definitely gonna. We are definitely gonna see a heart dynasty movie sometime in the future. I definitely mm-hmm. definitely agree with you. That I definitely see, think we'll be there. And let's see. Next we have oh the other half of the champions. Dan, it looks like you are up on the thirty. Let's just get you over here and go. You heard him. The other half of the champs, the Shawn Michaels, <laughs> your Marty Janetti, Mr. President. But uh, I love Marty, by the way. I know him. We're, oh, absolutely great guy. If, if we're going to talk, I know it sounds cliche. I made some quick notes while we were talking, and Benny stole a couple of my answers. Uh, Bruno, obviously, the story of him hiding from the Nazis and then having to come through the ranks. I mean, even just the imagine the scene where young Larry Zabisco breaks into his house to learn wrestling training. That's one of those stories that would almost not translate to movie because of how unbelievable it is. Rick Flair would be another one going from the airplane accident, having to completely change yeah, his absolutely. wrestling style and coming back from near death. And then if you look at movies like 50 seconds, rocket man and Bohemian Rhapsody, where you could tell the story of this drug fueled craze King on top of the world that makes for compelling movies. Obviously the Hart family, you know, you could do it like the iron claw from the perspective of Brett or Owen and, and touch on so many characters and so much tragedy in the dungeon and the family. 30 seconds. I think something, I think something that needs to be told just because it's such a fascinating read if you look into his life is Bobby Eaton. 
I mean, you've got uh, his connection to wrestling, the 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 one true great person I've never in my life in anywhere a book, an interview, anywhere heard a bad thing about him. Likable character, great story, his connection to Bill Dundee, his coming up. The, the, Ten seconds. The Midnight Express. From a fun, you could finally have a wrestling story that's not crippled in tragedy until the very end. But I mean, I think that would be a great story. Just great job, Dan. That is time. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good Ooh, job. nice, Whoa. nice. That was a good round there. Good round. Yeah, that was a good. Wow, impressive. Very good. But of 6:30 course, is the best time on the clock, hands down. But of course, you know the uh, last but not least, former champion Joe Lowry. You are on the the thirty. All right, nobody's mentioned it, but one of my uh, stories that I'd like to see only because I read his autobiography years ago was Superstar Billy Graham. The man personified sports entertainment before there was sports entertainment. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Triple H. You have countless of wrestlers who who emulize these guys. Uh, Let's quiet the dog down back there. Uh, So you got these guys who've emulated superstar Billy Graham. And I'd love to hear about his story. The man cheated death, just like Ric Flair. He's been living on borrowed time. Unfortunately, his untimely passing last year. One minute. I think a good story with superstar Billy Graham would be nice. How about let's go down south to Texas, Gino Hernandez, um, watching Dark Side of the Ring and all that on Vice TV. uh, That left more questions than answers. What was he really involved in? Was this another one of those uh, things where he was murdered? Baby Doll had a lot of input on that, stuff like that. So I'd want to hear more about his story, his upbringing. But I think the most controversial and the most Hollywood-type scenario we're all thinking about but not talking about is going to be the life story of Chris Benoit. We all want to know what yeah. happened to Chris Benoit. If we can get some details, some factual, what was his there behavior you like? You know, how did he get into the sport? How did he become one of the most successful professional athletes in the world, only to end it on the worst, despicable thing you can think of as a murder suicide with his family? Ten seconds. That is a story. As much as Hollywood, you know, probably doesn't want to go near it. That's a Hollywood type picture that people are looking at right now. If you can watch stories about Charles Manson, that is time. Oh, there you go. Wow. Chris Benoit is my last one. Nice yeah, time. great job, great job, great talking points on oh, all of those. Nice job, Joe. Joe oh, took, wow. looks like Joe took over the lead after the second Uh-oh. round. So listen, guys, being, being that we are pressed for time tonight, this next round is going to be the first, well, it's going to be, yeah, the first knockout round, and we're going to eliminate two of you guys after this. So listen, Benny, Double Phil, wow. you better come come with it this round. It'll fall away. Right, Bruce. <laughs> Phil, I got all the faith in you. And you know, if you uh, quickly slip me some money, we can kind of talk about something. <laughs> no. I, I swear I won't have any threats of bodily harm if I come to New York. You're part of the deal there. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Let's see. Bruce knows I'm big and mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, go get right. your silver, Judas. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so okay guys listen we've spent a lot of time on the universal and world titles but gunther's record-breaking intercontinental title is still running strong he's heard yeah. he's earned, earned the right to get to that world title main event level leading into wrestlemania who should he be booked to face why and will this lead to the end of his title reign good question so wow. let's see we've got Mr. President, you're on the 30. Are you ready? Go. I'm ready, baby. Go. A couple options here, guys. Um, I think Jay Uso, Jay Uso is certainly potentially an option here, too. I think uh, 
I've been watching the whole Monday night uh, situation involving um, in, in, involving uh, Dominic and and Rhea and and just the whole group and um, our friend Ron Killings and his involvement there and uh, I think and Jay Uso certainly uh, starting to involve himself in that situation too. But I, I think I think he would potentially make a good challenger and get a nice singles push. Um, the Miz is another guy, obviously, and the Miz had a very good and believable battle with Gunther on their last uh, premium live event. I can't say that enough times. And uh, I thought they had a great match, and I thought the Miz made a good accounting of himself. And I think it would shine the Miz's star maybe just one more time. I don't know how much longer we're going to have him. Thirty but seconds. But I think they should do that only if they do elevate Gunther to a um, world title picture, which he deserves. Love his style, um, not only his promos, his believability, but again, he's classic old school. And that's what we're yearning for. At least I'm yearning for. I mean, you know, uh, I've had enough of Seth Rollins and people singing his song and just the whole affect, man. Forget <laughs> about it. I'm So I really, you know, oh, awful. Absolutely. Oh, Bonus oh. points for that. Get rid of that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'd love to see old school. And your time. Old-fashioned ass kicking, baby. Nice job, Phil. Good job, Phil. That's Ooh, it. He puts yeah. it up in a, he's up in the lead. He's up in the lead, and let's. Uh oh. Wow. Get the not next. for long. <laughs> ah, come on. Hey, you never know. I like the I like the Jay Uso reference. That was good. Yeah, I think he's. I think he could be a, an option. Hey, and listen, anybody who's anti Seth Rollins, that, that's fine. I can't stand the Becky and Seth show. So. <laughs> yeah. For sure, man. Mister and Mrs. Rebecca Quinn. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, oh, look, looks right. like Dan, Dan, you are on the 30 next. So are you ready yeah. for this? Let's do it. Let's go. You. Well, I think uh, for one, the president's absolutely right. Because if you remember last week on raw after their feud with the continued running feud with the new day, Jay kind of inserted himself as the potential third man in that feud. Uh, although it would really seem like, you know, in a Cinderella perfect story to have big E come back from his, you know, near, damn near life-threatening injury to yeah. be the one to take the title. But I Miss saw he—he he recently appeared on yeah. um, uh, a talk show with the rest of the New Day and is not does not look in wrestling shape. So I don't know what the uh, story is there. But it seems like they're building to Gunther and Jey Uso, and that's—I mean, I guess that's okay. They built Jey Uso as a potential main eventer, so I, I think he—he he could be the one to take it, and then Gunther could move on. Um, which is fine by me. Uh, but I think the important thing to note is Gunther is pound for pound the best wrestler in the world today. I yeah. cannot, I tried while this president was talking. I cannot think of a bad Gunther match. He's the kind of guy that could go out there and have a, have a 30 minute Broadway with a broom. And it would be probably the best match. 30 of the seconds. Night. So anybody you yeah. put him in the ring with WrestleMania highlight reel, it's going to be great stuff. Yeah. But yeah, when he eventually does drop the intercontinental title, if he is not the next challenger for a world title and world title, a world title holder by the end of the year, the WWE dropped the ball. He should be champion either at next seconds. WrestleMania if he wins the 25 Rumble or going into WrestleMania in 2025. So Good I think uh, he's Good got stuff. it. Nice job, Dan. Indeed. Time is up. Dan, looks like you took over the lead. Oof. Benny, you're going to have a lot of work here. Uh oh. 
I got faith. I got I got faith in you though. I'll see. It's it's no. It's actually Joe. Joe, you're up. Leia always pulls it out when it counts. Joe, you (laughs) Joe, you are actually up next. So Joe, you are on the thirty. Who's on the thirty? Phil or Joe? Joe. Oh, I'm on the thirty. Okay, you did. All right, so uh, we've all talked about Gunther. I love him. I loved him when he was Walter back in the day and when he became Gunther and Imperium and all that stuff. One of the names I've heard being tossed around for a possible uh, feud or in a title exchange would be with Imperium cohort Ludwig Kaiser. That'd be a decent matchup. I can see that happening. Of course, you want to get to the main event level and all that stuff, so you have Roman Reigns and the Seth Rollins and all that stuff. But nobody's talking about Brock Lesnar. I think if Gunther was to excel and go to the mainstream, like he needs to catapult himself into that main event status, he needs to beat a main event caliber. Forget the ricochets and all that stuff. He needs to beat somebody who's been on top and who can carry the promotion. And that person right now, I think, is Brock Lesnar. But what about that? What if Brock Lesnar doesn't win the title and you want to put, um, 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 what's his name? Who am I talking about? Gunther, Gunther, we're talking about Gunther, excuse me. So if you're going to put Gunther in the main event and you want to have him lose, why not bring MJF in and have him lose, have him drop the title to MJF so then Gunther can get himself up into that main event level and possibly take on Roman Reigns. But I honestly think Brock Lesnar is the key to this whole thing. Lesnar is rumored to be coming back to the WWE. I would love to see them pound for pound go at it. Both of them would be great in the ring together. Nice job. Gosh. Let's see where we My ended up. Oh, by the end of a listener player, you're going to Benny. You are going to have you are going to have a lot of work here. But I got I got faith in you. It's only it's only 16 points. Dan's Dan's done 20 something in a in a round. So I, I I definitely if anybody can do it, you can. Who sang that song? I got work to do. Was that <laughs> I can't Bobby Walker? I think the guy's name was Hard Work Bobby Walker. Well, Hard Work Bobby. Maybe it was him. <laughs> There's a wrestler, yeah. He works hard for the money. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that too, yeah. There on you the go. Well, Benny, you were on the 30. Go. Yep. Well, first of all, I heard the word definitely about seven times. So that makes me invoke my inner Rain Man. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely. D- dibs. Yeah. Like Sally. Dibs. <laughs> 461 Um, I have to, you know, I have to agree with Joe uh, that, you know, the, the only pertinent the decent matchup would be my client Brock Lesnar <laughs> you've got to see that that's a match that has to happen geez I mean every time I see Gunther I think man oh man like you know he, I agree with Dan he is the he's the best wrestler in the world that's one guy that I look forward to seeing never has a bad match always makes I mean you talk about suspension of disbelief one of the few guys that can actually still do that for me the, the guy the guy is a classic worker but I would think that the way it's booked you know Brock Brock's at the point in his career where he's you know he's gonna he's gonna put the people over now he's gonna pass the torch so I I see a one hell of a slobber knocker at WrestleMania where they beat the crap out of each other and somehow just to you know to keep his, you know, keep himself strong uh uh Gunther goes over he he defeats Brock what Lesnar but you know, the following Monday yeah. night, he then he drops the title to maybe a Jey Uso or a Miz or, you know, whoever's in the picture at that time. But th- that match that is time would be worth the price of admission. Classic. Yep. yep. Classic. Yeah. You, you could tell good. a good story there because Gunther were Gunther would lose the title because he's so beat up and sore from the night before. Yeah. So right. if you don't get him at 100 percent. He's Benny, 
Lots of clobbering. Great round, great round, guys. Unfortunately, we do have to say goodbye to a couple of people. Um, looks like Mr. President, Uh-oh. Mr. Uh-oh. Mr. President. I turn it to an enhancement. You see that soup bone, Bruce? You see that soup bone? Mr. President, you are no longer the champion. Goodbye. I'm going to give you a big hug, actually, Bruce. That's been real. And then, uh, man, the play, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to see you go. I was really rooting for you. You had a great round that that round. And I'm going to have to call my cousin Augie and uh Augie. So, but I unfortunately, we do have to you say know, goodbye. Oh, you guys, you guys can still chime in on audio. Uh, you are still there. You just won't be in visual anymore. You're out of there. Sounds good, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so you know what that means? Whoa, whoa. That means we have to re- we have to reset these numbers. We've got the we've got this Dan, the the uh, defending champion here. He's a he's a force to be reckoned with. And then of course down here in the uh, in the bottom corner we've got joe joe's always in the in the game i don't think there's been a week that joe hasn't been in the top top two or three so i am the tommy wildfire rich of this show and you know it <laughs> <laughs> well listen we've i got your points reset this is going to be a tough this is the toughest question of the night um you no. had to be paying attention a little bit to wrestling this week to kind of know what was going okay. on so uh last night during dynamite you know, it's actually uh, two nights ago now. During this past week's uh, Dynamite, Samoa Joe successfully defended his world title against the FTW World Champion or FTW Champion Hook, but not without a bunch of controversies. How did you? How do you feel about the booking of this match and some of the outcomes of it, Dan? I know you're a big wrestling fan and you pay attention, so uh, you might have the advantage. But the uh, the play the uh, what a day gets to start it off. So, Joe, are you ready? Well, yeah, I know. I heard the champion's advantage. He gets to go second. So I will try and wing it. This is a tough say. one. I, uh, so. It is a tough one, but hopefully uh, I could. Uh, so you just basically won our opinion on the main event of last night's time. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Well, there were some okay. con- the controversies that were going on there. So, all yeah, right, yeah, Joe, yeah. you are on the 30 and go. All right, AEW Dynamite last night. Main event was Hook taking on the newly crowned AEW champion in Samoa Joe. And Joe is going to kill your chance ringed out before the match. And that's exactly what he did. He basically killed Hook. But basically, who you have to thank for this match is Jinder Mahal. Because if there wasn't that chaos with Jinder Mahal and all the tweets and all that stuff, this match would never have taken place. Because we all know Tony Khan had a meltdown on Twitter slash X about the fact that uh, a former champion could walk into uh, Raw and get a title shot the following week. And lo and behold, we have Hook taking on Samoa Joe. But anyways, how was the match? It was what I totally expected. It was a whole bunch of nothing. Samoa Joe versus Hook looked like, I don't know, an elephant mauling a rabbit, for God's sakes. It looked like Andre the Giant uh, uh, taking on Frankie Williams. It was, you know, I understand that Hook's got his own persona. He's got his own uh, character. But Samoa Joe just basically beat the living crap out of him for no apparent reason. And that botched table bomb was repugnant because you could see the bruising on the back of Hook's back. So I don't know what to make of it. The ratings come out today. The ratings improved slightly overnight. I'm not sure if it was because of that match or it's because of my favorite uh, episode of the night was Timeless Tony Storm. We're not, we should be talking about that, not oh, talking yeah. about Samoa Joe and Hook because that main event was absolute trash last night. Uh, Hook is now officially buried. I don't care if he's Taz's son or if he holds the FTW title. He's officially buried. And who's next for Samoa Joe? So that is time. And Hangman. Boring. Boring. Uh, 
you, you said timeless Tony Storm. That's that ash, that's that ash by elegance knockoff, right? <laughs> he sets the bar. He set the bar pretty high going. there. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Yeah. Dana Brooke. Oh, there's that infamous 12 points again. I don't have a shot. Well, you never that's that middle ground there. So Dan's had a he's had uh two twelves and a thirteen, I think, tonight or something. But uh we'll see, Joe. We'll we'll see. I got your All back. Right. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for that Venmo to come. Oh, through. I'm waiting for that Venmo to come yeah. through. Venmo, yeah, you guys have an account to account automatic transfer thing going here, bro. <laughs> See so, my hands now. EF, little EFT action. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, it's all on you. Camp is, Camp is great. So Dan, it's all on you, and you are on the thirty. Go. You know, you guys ever see when it, when a kid tries to cheat on a paper and you can tell he didn't read the book? I could tell that Joe didn't fully watch that match because, no, while, while the highlights do show Samoa <laughs> Joe beating the living crap out of Hook, uh, that match was insanely competitive more than it needed to be, including Hook kicking out of a fucking muscle buster, which is one exactly. of the most moves of the last 20 years. Buried. He's buried. And no, no, that match was way too competitive. If you look at Hook and Samoa Joe next to each other, Samoa Joe should have ripped him in half and beaten him to death with his own leg <laughs> in about two minutes. The fact that that match went as long as it did is a joke, is an insult to Joe. I'm sorry, Hook is wow. not credible. It's not, he's not credible. That match was awful what? for what it was. It was Joe beating up somebody who kept, Oh, the, the, the big hero comeback, the hope spot. No, Hook shouldn't have had that. Joe should have gone out there and crushed him. And then he finally, he, he nearly does kill him on the table. He finally beats him after reversing his move, which I thought was nice. The fact that they had the same finisher. So Joe seconds. would know how to get out of it. But <laughs> finally beats Hook. And then you ruin it by bringing out Hangman Adam Page, who oh. the crowd hasn't cared about in months, who's, by the way, uh, is now going to be maybe number one contender to the person who beat him twice, including a blood yeah. drinking match. Swerve, <laughs> the best star that they have, is not immediately your number one contender to Joe. H Hangman Page is like a hang nail right now, hanging <laughs> onto a storyline he has no business <laughs> But so, no, in this case, that, that match. And that I is time. Joe, Way to go. One, Way too competitive. Oh, come on. Listen, he hit on every point. He actually, You could tell he actually went back and watched that match. It, 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 it I was, watched that match live. Uh, Are you kidding me? That thing was horrible. Was what, 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 what about Taz not coming in and getting in, involved? But anyway, Joe. Yeah. No, not, just call me Rudy Diamond. That's all I am. I'm always coming up short, just like S.T. Jones and everybody else. Well, way to go, I Joe. You had Ric Flair. How many times have I defended the title now? Oh. Woo! Woo! Joe, hate to, hate to see you go. You're always competitive. It's always a blast having you on, but you're out of here. Ah, love you guys. So, Dan, I can't believe go. that you held it on. You held on. I was. Uh, I actually didn't uh, think you were going to make it tonight. So, hey, yeah, way, way to go. There were some great answers, and uh, I had to come out of the gate swinging. Joe was uh, – I was worried with the way he answered, but, uh, you know, you just got to keep chugging along and, and having fun with it. So I guess I'll see you next week if I can be a five-time, five-time, five-time defending Ain't champion. happening. I'm coming for you. Ain't <laughs> happening. All right. On that I'm note, gonna get an animal. we're going to get out of here, and don't forget, you got to tune in in 15 minutes. We're going to have – Missy, Huge episode. Missy Beefcake is going to spill some beans. This is going to be nice. big, guys. Can't nice. wait. So, nice. All right, guys. Have a good week, everybody. Later, guys. Yeah.